All right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Dear Business Owner. And today we have a hot, fresh topic that's going to require your interactive participation to answer some questions so we can actually assess who we are and what we're doing. So if you have not seen the advertisement for the day, the question that we're asking is, what is an entrepreneur? Who would like to volunteer to answer that question? I'll answer it. So well, an entrepreneur is someone who is going to take a, like, a greater risk, financial risk, into organizing or operating their business. All right, all right. Like that, Stephanie. Um, someone who, uh, along the same lines of that, someone who will take a risk for their beliefs in their business. Okay. Hold on. Ooh. Say that one more time. Repeat that. Someone who will do what? Take a greater risk for their beliefs in their business. Okay. Next question, notepad. Interactive. What we got? Joe, what's the entrepreneur, Joe? Uh, I would say <laughs> someone who's going to take their creativity and find a demand for the people and go full force with it. That's what I would say. Okay. Joe, what's the entrepreneur? This is this is definition of entrepreneur. That's what you said. What's your definition? Mm -hmm. Oh, my definition is self journey in the business. Short okay. and sweet. <laughs> all right, all right, Miss. Someone mm. broke. Miss mm. mm. Leslie. <laughs> she been hiding out in the cut. We need to get her uh -huh. to talk. Uh-huh. You on mute, Leslie. Yeah, I was trying to take it off. Um, and the question is, what is an entrepreneur? And you have to sing. Oh no. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say somebody who's willing to take risk and pretty much putting your personal I guess what you have personal to the side to really achieve what you want in your business. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Hey, we have a new joiner. Oh, Paul left. Oh, he gone. He must have accidentally popped up in the room. Or right, switching gears. No, you don't accidentally pop into this room. You literally click the link. <laughs> cool. So the um i like the answers i got there's one word that i heard throughout this room that we definitely need to work on is the word risk miriam webster dictionary says a person who starts a business and is willing to risk loss in order to make money so we say the word risk but what are we risking right we don't ever like to add that word that i might lose it might not work but that's the chance you take. There's no, watch this, y'all ready? There's no guarantees in this. None whatsoever. No guarantees. But as you develop as an entrepreneur, you learn to take what we call calculated risks. That means that sometimes you do things that don't work, you adjust and adapt and you learn how to maneuver differently. Um, Being an entrepreneur takes a special type of person. Really, really, it's not for the faint of heart, it's not for everybody. And what I'm going to do in this segment, I'm going to talk about the four types of entrepreneurs and the six skills that every entrepreneur needs. Y'all keep that in mind, right? Which one should we hit first, the skills or the types? The types. The types? All right. So I like that because I want you to do a self-assessment. If me or Dwayne tell you what type of entrepreneur you are, we've accomplished nothing. If you don't come to grips with who you are relative to what the options are, then you're going to find yourself stuck and mm -hmm. probably make the wrong decisions, taking the wrong risk or not taking risk at all. Figure this out. Type number one. You ready? A coasting entrepreneur. You know what they do? They wait for the opportunity to come to them or it doesn't. 
<laughs> Process your thoughts. Am I just waiting for opportunity or am I pursuing them? And what you do is when the opportunity comes, you're excited. But guess what? It's just like Haley's comment. Might come, might not. No telling when the next one's going to come. But we like the title of entrepreneur. I own the business. But we're not actively seeking that, right? The coasting entrepreneur. And sometimes it's tied to your personality. Number two, the conservative entrepreneur. They're a very moderate use of resources and they're protecting their current resources, which means they don't really take too much risk. It's calculated. I have to maneuver myself. I'm mindful. They give a lot of excuses for not taking those chances, opportunities. They're very conservative. Um, they stay below the radar to make minimal investments. Um, they're cool because you know what? Chances are their full-time job is paying them well. So I don't feel the need to take any risk. Um, number three is the aggressive entrepreneur, right? They're proactive. They're all in and actively seek every opportunity they can get. They're hungry. They don't mind spending money, taking risks. They're doing, they, I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm going all out. And then the last one is the innovator or revolutionary entrepreneur. Um, they attain growth through innovation. They're always evolving what they do, their brand, um, looking at the trends and what's receptive to the public. And they're always making those investments. So if you realize that they kind of take the aggressive entrepreneur to the next level, aggressive entrepreneur, just go at it. Innovators are strategically thinking, are they taking calculated risks? And they're also staying in alignment with their vision and not being derailed from that. So now what I want to ask y'all, based on those four types, I want you to be honest and real. Does not mean you can't evolve. Which type of entrepreneur are you? Okay, so you say coaching, conservative. What's the other two? Aggressive and innovator. Got it. I I believe I'm at this stage. I'm the aggressive one where I'm eager for change and later will evolve into the innovative one. Cool. All right. Stephanie? I'm definitely aggressive. Okay. Y'all answer that, and I'm coming back to y'all on your answers. Dwayne, you writing down what they're saying? Uh, Jewel said that she is currently aggressive. aggressive. Stephanie says she's aggressive. Um, Dana, what are you? I'm more innovative on that side of it. Okay. Innovative. Okay. Now, you know we're going to assess y'all, right? I don't want y'all to be all upset when we start doing assessment on what y'all say. Mm-hmm. Joe, what are you? I'm like in between conservative and aggressive, but I think more on the conservative side. Okay. Leslie, what about you, my friend? I would say aggressive. Okay. Felicia, welcome to the room, girl. How you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm all, all aggressive. So we we talking about there's four types of uh, entrepreneurs. One is coasting, which they wait for opportunity to come to them. Two is conservative. They use their resources very moderately. Three is aggressive. They're proactive, all in, seeking opportunities. And four is innovative, which they attain growth through innovation. Which one would you say you are? Proactive. Which one? Aggressive? So it's aggressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, so we got Joanna at conservative. Uh, aggressive is Jewel, Stephanie, Leslie, Felicia, and Dana at Dana at Innovator. Let's start off with Stephanie. Stephanie said that she is aggressive, right? That's Stephanie. Why would, you, why would you define yourself as aggressive? Based on what? Um, I would define myself as aggressive because. I'm I know exactly what I want and I'm going to always chase after success, chase after a higher level of success. Even after I accomplish something, I'm constantly on to what's next. Let me rephrase that question. I'm not talking about your feelings. I'm talking about your actions as a business. What what about your business? Can, how can you prove that aggressiveness? 
how much money have you spent how much new equipment how much course how much how much have you put investment into your business time and money other than just the day-to-day -day stuff a lot a lot of time and a lot of money i'm constantly growing services constantly educating myself on new services right now i'm taking classes for tattooing so that um i can add more weekday services when my makeup is slower so i just got certified to tattoo so um yes i'm constantly always doing that i just uh got certified to do body contouring i'm adding that service to my salon as well so i'm constantly growing my services and growing my income to work smarter not harder everything you just said sounds like an innovator not an aggressive why because you're ah, adding new things Love the you're wine. adding new things to what you're doing to enhance what you're already doing. It's not a negative that I told you you're an innovator. You're bringing new, you're bringing new concepts to your business to enhance it. Okay. There's a difference. Aggressive people, they seek to be aggressive all in and only the area that they currently have. You're stepping outside of the box. That's innovative. What other makeup artist is doing what you're about to do with tattooing? very very few would you call that innovative yeah that's why i call that all everything you just listed was all innovative things things you don't commonly see in your field very true so you're setting the precedence in there now keep in mind it does not mean you're not aggressive at doing that but aggressive people kind of like i'm just gonna do lashes i'm gonna get better at lashes they're sticking at one thing they're very aggressive about investing in it but you're looking and exploring other opportunities that tie directly to what you do to enhance the presence of your business and your brand. So right. I would actually call you more of an innovator than I would call you aggressive entrepreneur. Can I be both? You could share some of the characteristics, but we're talking about it sound better. Huh? It sounds better. You, aggressive. That's you like innovative. to shop. That's because you like to shop everywhere. That's all. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a message about that, right? So <laughs> I'm I'm working on it. But let me let me tell you. I'm oh, glad Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. I have to tell. I gotta put my camera off this one. Listen to me. Me and my husband had the hardest argument yesterday because he would not let me get a dollar fifty hot and spicy. I was in that truck mad and starving. You got food at home. What you want to spend money for? Da da da. I'm like, son, it's a dollar fifty. Y'all, I was so hungry. If that's how I start. How many dollar fifties you spent exactly. already? <laughs> I tell you what, if nobody go hold me accountable, you can count on the line. <laughs> I, said, I can't wait to tell Dwayne how you got me out here starving. So look, uh, wait till I send you the report. <laughs> I'm already be starving. Ste Stephanie, I love your feedback. Um Here's a, a thing as entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs, let's be specific this time. We want to be everything. Why? Mm. We don't ever want to isolate ourselves to being that one thing that we are great at and primarily do and feel like we're leaving something on the table by not claiming everything, right? We don't, we don't want to be the t-shirt guy. Like I told somebody one time, everybody prints shirts. You can find them a dime a dozen, but who sells shirts? Who sells just shirts, just plain shirts? Nobody. We don't want to be that one person. So. Think about this. When we're asking this, who you are predominantly as an entrepreneur, you will always carry the characteristics of other ones. But who are you predominantly as an entrepreneur? And be okay with that, being that person. That does not mean, just like we talk about target audience, target audience is who is the highest probability of selling to, does not mean you'll sell other people. But when you put That's forth right. your energy and effort, you better know who you are and who you're directing your energies towards. Primarily, is going to make the most money for you. So when we're talking about what type of entrepreneur you are, Think about who you are primarily does not mean that you might not have moments when you're coasting. Don't mean you don't have moments when you're conservative. Don't mean you don't have moments when you're aggressive. Don't mean you don't have moments when you're innovative. But where do you primarily operate as a mindset? Right, right. Next to bat. Jewel. Jewel was, what she said, aggressive? Jewel yeah, I said aggressive. aggressive. Why? Um, I believe I'm aggressive because I was stagnant. And when I received the information that I received and everything that I need to change, um, I feel I am all in and I'm making changes when it came, like even, you know, logo, website, um, systems. So that's why I believe I'm aggressive. 
Okay. <laughs> it's you good. That's a good answer. Now, understand when I ask these questions, I'm going to be real with you. I care less what your personal feelings are. I care what your business acumen is. Jews did what I, exactly what I wanted her to do. Show me where you're spending your money. For those church folks, they say it like this. Where your treasures are, that's where your heart is. So wherever you're spending your dollars and your time is usually where you are showing your interest. And like they also say, you put your money where your mouth is. You can't convince me as an entrepreneur that you're being aggressive at seeking opportunities if you ain't spending money. That's a broker trainer. Y'all caught that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't really making money like talking about it. This is a money talking room, guys. Don't ever get that confused. It's not, it's not. We had a therapist in here on Monday. And if you need somebody to deal with that personal stuff, you can always call Tashiga Lofton at Impact Counseling and Support Services. But we're talking about how to make money so you can pay for those services, right? So I like the answers that are business oriented. Dana, you defined yourself as an innovator. All right, I'm about to challenge you. You want us to stake your claim? What, say it again? You why say you're an innovator. Yeah. So you ask me why I'm calling myself an innovator? Yeah. You see, when somebody about Everybody. to lie, you can ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you. My bad. But I, 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 need a, um, I say I'm an innovator because everybody and their mama can make pecan candy. So now I have to stay one step ahead and find new ways to take an old product and make it new again or make people keep people interested in it. Awesome. Match your question. You have a logo? Yeah. Colin? You have a website? No website. You have a payment system? I'm working on all that. All that is in, in the pipeline of getting. So done. when you gonna innovate? When you gonna innovate those things? It's, it's coming. <laughs> Dana, I will, call, I will call you conservative. Let me tell you why. Your 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 mind is heading towards that. But you have yet to invest in that. Because you know it takes money to innovate, right? Yeah. Now, here's what y'all missing. Don't isolate what I'm asking you to your product. Mm. I'm talking about your business. That's the caveat. Exactly. I'm talking about your whole business temperament, right? Oh, Sometimes yeah, we, about the whole we, we ask those questions, we start thinking about the one product or service we do, and we're not thinking about it from a business perspective, about a company. What is your company temperament? What is it doing? Y'all catching that? I'm trying to do what Dwayne has been trying to get us to do. Start separating yourself from the company. Ask yourself, get on the outside and look at it and says, what is my company reflection? How's the public interpreting my activities and my actions and remember dana you have some innovative tendencies but what proof do you have of that because innovative people do not innovate until they got the cash flow on lock and systems in place because it's hard to be innovative when you don't have the support system to uphold that right watch this you decide to make a pecan candy which is very good i'm eating it for breakfast i don't normally eat candy for breakfast but i am today but if I said I need, then I need a thousand of them. What you gonna do? Get to cooking. <laughs> but I need them by in two days. Hire a team. In yep. two days. Okay, and how how am I paying you, Dana? All right, all right, all right. I hear you. <laughs> well, but, I, but I, I think the overall point that Cliff is trying to make, right? Um, I hear. Keep, so keep keep this in mind, right? Because it's all about perspective. Statistically speaking, um, there's about only sixty percent of businesses that make it to year two when they first open. Statistically speaking, right? So. When you look at what the definition of an entrepreneur is, it is someone who literally takes a risk by starting a business 
with the hopes of making a profit. Now, when we're talking about the different types of entrepreneurs, it's easy to state what we think or aspire to. But if the current state of the business is not that, all we are is dreaming. That part. And while we have over the years have gotten very comfortable with, oh, I'm gonna get it taken care of, not yet. I'm gonna do it later. Like we have gotten so comfortable in that where we don't realize how close we are to adding to the, uh, the statistic of businesses being open. And I, I would literally put my hand in fire to say that the majority of business owners are literally a few days a week, just a few hours short of just changing something, just change something to actually move them towards where they think they want their business to be as an entrepreneur. So Dana, not picking on you, it's just the idea that the things that Clifford's asking you and telling you about taking a risk and investing in your business, it's not going to cost you to go homeless. I'm, 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 it's literally just signing up for something. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, keep going. Keep going. Cool. <clears throat> so this is about self-assessment and living in the reality, right? <clears throat> so Dana, I hope, I hope you understood what we're talking about here as far as what you think you're what you think you are versus what you've actually done has to match up if that makes sense right when it comes to the business if i say let me let me make it clear for everybody right so if i told you and anybody can answer this i'm going to take a chance i'm going to take a risk with you i believe in your business what would you expect me to do next basically to prove it where you, where your money at <laughs> oh, say that again, Joe. Right. Where your again. money at? So Where your talking, money at? So when when you when you say I'm taking a risk, my thought is automatically where you spend your money at. And as you know, when you build a business, there's several what we call risk points, and ain't just in one thing. Here's where most entrepreneurs spend their money. Y'all ready for this? And they supplies. That is it. Um, I don't agree. You don't? No. Let's go. Let's see what we got. Let's ask I would, after you say that. I would believe that the most, the many entrepreneurs spend their money on quick fix items and things that don't have to do with the business. I don't think enough entrepreneurs are investing in the business. Man, see, I thought you were disagreeing with me. You just added. No, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, you, you're right. It is a quick fix, shortcuts. Dana, if I gave you $100 for your business, what you about to do with it? Uh, go sit down and see what Cliff can do with uh, trying to get a website. <laughs> At least a down payment or something. Now, watch this. What was you doing before with $100? Jules, a thousand dollars before we started talking. What was you gonna do with a thousand dollars? Uh, be honest with you, I was paying, I would pay bills with a thousand dollars. Dwayne's point, <laughs> so I'm, going, I'm going around the room, <laughs> Joe. If somebody said, I'm gonna give a thousand dollars, what you doing with it? Before all of this started, this conversation. Oh, it was definitely going back into my household. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, should I ask how many hot spices was you going to have with a thousand dollars? 
I was just about to say she wants to give her a hot spicy with a small fry for three. No, no, no. Y'all, I like to stop. I like to stop, but I like to flip money too. Now I don't I, I like to shop with small money, but big money. If you giving me now, if you giving me a hundred dollars, I'm going out. If you're giving me a thousand dollars, I'ma flip it. I'ma invest it into some equipment or back into my business. See, it depends on what you're giving me. Right. Because a so hundred dollars ain't gonna get me nothing in my business. Right. So I'ma just go eat out with it. But if you give me a thousand dollars, I can invest it into my business. I know the worth of my business and where money gonna take me in my business. Leslie, a thousand dollars, Leslie. What was you gonna do with it? I would invest it back into my business. Let's be a little bit more specific. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you would really do, Leslie? Uh, <laughs> let me see. Dinner's oh, I, really part of I really would. She's cheating. <laughs> she cheating. I really would invest it. I would because I have multiple businesses, so it could be invested in, trust me, one of them. But where specifically in your business? If I want to know, let's take one of your businesses. You got thousand dollars. What you gonna do with it in, that, in one of your businesses? Okay, so I would do it for my salon because right now I am expanding. So I definitely would invest it in my salon to um, help towards the expansion. Tell me, come on, dig in that, dig in that. Where you investing that thousand dollars in your in your new business? Let's get and furniture. Tell me anything. Oh, so yeah. So right now, because of where I'm at, it would definitely be like furniture, um, decor, um, equipment. Okay. Mm. Felicia, your turn. Thousand dollars. Will you invest in in your business? I would probably invest it into um adding more stations. Hmm. Lane, mm -hmm. did you hear these answers? Oh, my brother. Nobody said in business coaching, education, branding, nope. marketing, nobody is willing to risk investing in those invisible things that drive every corporation. But what if you Wait, already I think the that? question was, if before this conversation, what would we have done with the thousand no, no, no. dollars? Come on, Joe. Look, look yeah. at you. Yeah, yes, yes, I asked, I answered the question according to that question. <laughs> Come on, yeah, all right. Joe. So, good catch, Joe. But, Leslie, let me ask you a question branding and marketing is never done. I would just say, I mean, for me, I'm always invested in investing in branding and marketing, like, that's just always kind of been the you know the type of person i am you know I, i'll invest in like branding and marketing and you know maybe not to the extent of maybe what we should but i'm always investing in classes all the time but like I, all I, the time I, but i i think you're leading right where cliff hoped you 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 or he knew he was gonna go we if we all just take an inventory of the money that we spent on our business and compare that to did that convert into dollars and cents in the long run then i would almost be certain that that probably didn't can you know translate into what we had hoped um you know and things of that nature so it's 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 the idea of investing back into your business we always look at the things that we can touch we can feel we can see that's all right. of those things and we never think about the things that we can't touch and see because what happens is those things that we can't touch and see we can't translate value to income as it relates to that and i can guarantee you right now on anything i don't care or where you go google who you're going to go ask when you walk into a financial institution you're not bringing your flyer you're not bringing your chair you're not bringing none of that you're gonna go in with paperwork and leave with paperwork and hopefully some money absolutely absolutely watch this felicia i'm not picking on you but i am picking on you what's your marketing budget for the month i'm sorry what you said what's what what's your, what's your marketing budget for the month I don't have one. <laughs> Actually, oh. you know, a better question. Not ever better, but I guess we can ask, I mean, not just Felicia, but everybody. Like, uh -huh. how about this? 
what do we think we should spend on marketing per month? I would say about $250. Okay. Ooh. Leslie, how much do you should spend on marketing every month? Um, honestly, I really don't know. When you say marketing, and I know this may sound stupid, is this more of like advertising? So, Leslie, you came in after we did a segment, right? So marketing is an intentional intentional um, plan to use advertising, promotion, publicity, and public relation building collaboratively over an extended period of time to accomplish a goal. So basically, as a business is trying to develop every month, they should be looking at what we want to accomplish in marketing. And they should have a budget set um, that could that can actually be based upon um, your position. Should be a percentage of what you're making, right? Uh, and what your goals are. You might have seasons in which you know that sales drops, so marketing actually becomes more expensive because now we got to really push the numbers and try to get more people in here because they tend to stop buying. So it should be shifting every month, but it should be a baseline that somebody has, which could be a combination of uh, Facebook advertisements, social media graphics, commercials. It could be a lot of freaking things, uh, which ties into the conversation we had about branding touch points. And I'm going to be very clear about this. Just posting on Facebook is not marketing. Okay. And to be even more clear, unless you know marketing, then you're probably not doing what marketing should do. All right, uh, Dana, how much do you should spend on marketing every month? For me? No, just how much you think a business is spending? I mean, it just depends on what their reach is. So, I mean, at least a budget of two to $3,000, but it depends on what you're marketing. Okay. Stephanie? I think I should definitely be spending... Um, around a thousand to two thousand a month okay joe maybe joe is busy joe mm -hmm. joe busy maybe busy so um you know, when, you, when, when you're looking at from a business perspective, obviously, as Cliff stated, you should always have a, a, a set uh, number according to your budget. Generally speaking, seven to eight percent of your, your revenue should go towards marketing every month, just like you would have a percentage of, you know, uh, money going towards other things. Point, it, point being, the money that we use to invest or maybe the things that we've done in marketing or the things that we have done because we just thought it was the right thing to do oftentimes we can literally be investing in the wrong things and then we become discouraged over time because we we we, we say well it's not working something i'm not doing is not working or i'm not seeing it and then you we end up indirectly blaming or pointing the finger at our clients and like just a number of different things versus we've we literally just invested in the wrong thing now let's just say that we wanted to purchase equipment fair enough um rather than taking the thousand to go purchase equipment why not try to see about getting equipment financing so that way you don't have to use your cash and then you can take that cash to do something else. Or if you want it to, you know, pay bills, I am not going to ever tell you that paying bills aren't important. But I, I've never seen bills, household bills, provide a return on the investment. I've never seen it. Right. I'm, and again, I am not saying don't pay the bill. What I am saying is if you just shift the thought about let me invest here 
because here can give me more of that investment back versus in 20 days, I'm going to have to pay that again. You know what I mean? Everybody's situation is different, but mm -hmm. this is why I, I, I continually preach separating you, the person, from the business. The business should not suffer at the hand of anything that we have going on personally. Right. Dwayne, I want to add something to what you're saying, man. This is beautiful. This the question that started this whole dialogue was what is an entrepreneur? The key word was risk. And the reason I jumped in on marketing, because marketing is the scariest risk you will take as a business. Because there's no guarantees. You have to you have to be willing to adjust. You may try a marketing tactic that just you remember this, the risk of loss. We don't like saying that, right? Right. You can take a marketing plan, spend two thousand dollars a month, and it not work. That does not mean your business is failing. That means you need to adjust. And we're gonna go into the skills for the sake of time soon. Is that people are terrified when it comes to that marketing conversation? Y'all gave some numbers, and let me tell you what: when you get a chance, call a marketing agent, somebody that's all they do, and watch what that number they're gonna give you. The average marketing agent is gonna tell you a minimum of two thousand dollars a month. Minimum. Because there's a lot of tactics that they have to do to really move. Because the objective of the marketing is to bring them to a sales position. And then your job is to capitalize on that. Now, I want to clarify that too. The marketing is the invisible activity of a business that you can't quantify, you can't touch, you can't always control, but you can actually strategize. Versus most of you would buy equipment or things you can touch. Dwayne said it perfect. Because those things are tangible, it's easier for you to do that. But guess what? If your reactionary response, is I'm going to get the tangible things. Guess what type of entrepreneur you just told me you are? Yep, y'all set yourselves up. You're conservative. I will put my money where I can see it in front of me and I can control it. That's a conservative personality. Watch this. Uh, do you think, does any, and this is for everybody, do you think you have the ability to change the perception of how people view you personally? Absolutely. Okay. Who else? Do you have the ability, do you think that you have the ability to change the perception of how people view you? I think when it when it comes to perception, how people look at you, that's something you just cannot control. No matter what you do, they're already going to have a, um, how you look. So I feel I personally cannot change. I, I can only change how I present myself. Okay. Does what? Change perception. Anybody else? I agree with Jewel. I feel like yes and no almost because if somebody never really got to know you as a person then they finally get to know you that could change their perception of what they heard about you or you know what they thought so i kind of feel like it could be both ways okay now let's 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 change it do you think do you think you have the ability to change the perception of how people view your business yes most definitely yes uh do you so how long you think it would take for that to happen though i think you can you can do that overnight i mean i've i've done that if i i made the money and invested into my website people are automatically viewing me from a more professional standpoint because they're not looking they're not booking with me through dm or through facebook or anything like that they know i'm a professional business who has invested in itself and when when they're going on my website, they're literally seeing everything that I present, all my services I provide, where I'm mm -hmm. at, everything like that. And as far as uh, presentation wise, how I come to work represents my business and the right. service that I provide and everything. If I'm to work in some sweats or how I was going to sleep the night before, or if I'm professional with my business presented on my shirt, everything like that, I'm literally representing my business in a certain level of professionalism. So people speak to me differently. When I go in the store and I have my brand on, people speak to me differently, address me differently. 
and I, I've definitely noticed that. Um, I tested out, tested that out. Everybody doesn't have good days. Sometimes I'm just running in the store, and the way people speak to me when I'm just dressed every day compared to when I'm dressed like I'm going to work and making money is completely different. Just from the hellos that I get at the cash register. Okay. Anybody else? Do uh, you think you can change the perception of your business? If I can say um, just little minor tweaks since I started this call. Um, and just talking to Cliff with my with my brand, it has literally changed because I've had people be like, oh, man, you changed your bags. Man, I like that. And that's normal people that don't really talk to me. And so, like, just like I said, little things that I've taken a heed of from you guys have changed drastically. And like just doing a different flavor of candy. I might have not have sold that candy, but it woke up a lot of my older customers like, hey, I want some candy. So I sold a lot of candy yesterday <laughs> just by so introducing a new product. So here's the moral of this whole two second exercise. Marketing traditionally takes a good six to 12 months for it to stick. But changing the perception by switching the way your your business is viewed takes attention pretty fast even so the way that your business is structured perception when you apply for something based on your structure you can change the perception like that so what you have literally just done by investing in the right things in your business is you've literally shaved 12 months of organic traditional marketing by just doing as dana stated little things to change the perspective the, the, the perception of your business Dwayne, let me give you your flowers right now and i'm gonna support what you just said i'm transparent about everything so at a certain time of the year when my business is hitting the fall season i know that sales drop so i you i get my capital loan to keep my business flowing with ease right i did my normal process i use my llc ein for the first time you know what they told me they said we're gonna take seven days to email you proceed or cancel application i canceled i went back in with my corporation ein instant approval boy I'm going instant, I, I, instant I'm just because they saw a different percent. I, I changed their, their percent. I did this yesterday. Oh yesterday. man, shifted their LLC. I, I, I wanted to test it, Dwayne, because I want to. I'm wanting to let people know that the information you give me, how it works in real time. Hey, I've been getting this. Boom, this time, okay, hold on. We don't know. That's the LLC. Boom, let me give you the corporate EIN. Bow, instant approval in under 45 seconds money in my account in one minute oh, i got my corporate name this morning from the secretary of state and i had the biggest smile this morning i was like okay we incorporated so so to the wayne's point i just simply same name shifted their perspective of who i was that's the point of what the wayne is saying guys so i'm gonna do this i'm gonna advance through this you can shift how people perceive you whether it's personal or professional, the question is, are you willing to make the changes necessary to do that? That's what it all amounts to. Are you willing? Sometimes we're stuck on, I want to be me. I want to be this. And then I don't, you know, people, yes, they are going to talk about you good and bad, but the audience that you're trying to reach that's responsive, you can shift their perspective of you. You shift people's perspective every day when you change clothes. If somebody runs up to you in sweats, hey, can I get a dollar versus a suit? Can I get a dollar? You perceive those two people differently. Um, man, I'm trying to take that hand off. I guess I'll take it off. Later. Um, I just wanted to share something too that I had my meeting with Cliff last week. I think it was Thursday, and um, what we spoke about was how to present business first and then friendship. And I didn't realize that I was working my business like a friendship, even with my clients. 
And that's really hard for me because I'm like, well, that's my personality. That's how I am. And he says, but you can't think about yourself. You got to think about the business as a whole. And so he coached me on what to do whenever I do my on-site quotes. And it was a system I've never, ever done since I've started. Um, and I was very nervous because it was going to be something I haven't done. And did I believe it was going to work? I didn't care. I was just like, well, I'm just going to do it because I can't say it's not going to work if I've never done it. I did exactly what he told me. Um, I was very uncomfortable the whole time when I did it, but I got the job instant um, and secured the deposit versus waiting two to three business days. And so just me spending some money with Cliff that day, I pretty much quadrupled my return of spending money with Cliff and listening to what he um, told me to do in my business. And, and what did you do? You shifted the perspective how that client viewed you as a business by doing it that way. And it worked out great for you. And that's just the beginning. So thank you for that, Jewel. The six things we got, okay, we got a few minutes. So the six skills an entrepreneur needs, right? Number one, sales skills. So we're going to talk about we should be risk, risking some money. If you've never taken sales training, you might have some natural sales skills, but you might need some coaching to master sales, right? Sales skills are important to you as an entrepreneur because your whole focus is I got to sell, got to sell, got to sell. Number two skill, thick skin. You got to be able to handle criticism and anxiety well. You need thick skin because this is not for the faint of heart when you decide to do a business. You're going to get critique, you get critics, and you have to be able to take all of that and get better as you go. Number three, organizational skills. You have to have a system that organizes your thoughts and efforts. If you are creative, even more so, you got to be organized because you cannot afford to be off track in ADHD financially, emotionally, and mentally in any capacities and think you can be able to run your business for a long time. Number four, adaptability. Nothing is constant but change. You have to be willing to make adjustments. When you come in contact with better information, sometimes you got to be willing to shift and adjust. It can't be stubborn. Adaptability is the willingness to adjust myself and what I believe and how I function based on the conditions I'm in. Technology skills. All this in Louisiana, you know it's bad. I don't like computers. Technology is a must. There's no business that's going to advance in today's age without the understanding of technology. And guess what? When I say technology, people, I don't just mean this. We think when we say technology, we're talking about a phone. Business owners trying to do business off their phones kill me. This is when you're on the go. Boy, I need to get stationary. That's a bypass till you get where you need to be. So understanding computers, phones, systems, the art of communication through technology, that's a whole lot to learn, but you should be a student of it constantly. Number six, Dwayne, you're going to like this one. The skill you need, financial literacy. Mm. You better know what you don't know. Look, people, I'm going to tell you this. I like numbers, no numbers, but I ain't no tax extraordinary. So how I'm enhancing my skills? I pay. I pay my tax man. I pay my bookkeeper to get that right and make sure I know what's going on. So these are all skills, six skills, sales, thick skin, organization, adaptability, technology, and financial literacy are important as a business owner. If you have a weakness or you're not developing any one of those areas, guess what, entrepreneurs? This way you need to take a risk and invest in coaching in all of those. I don't care who you do it. Like Dwayne always says, it don't have to be with us, but do it with somebody. Do it with somebody to make sure that your business has the best chance at succeeding. And what I just listed was a bunch of invisible things you can't see right away. It takes time to develop. But if you want to be successful, you got to make sure those skills are on point because every great entrepreneur has at some point mastered those skills, period. Feedback, comments, what you got? Silence, that's Silence. what we got. Y'all processing, that's what they're doing. What you think, Jewel? Sorry, I had to see what I did with my phone. <laughs> Um, let me see what I think, what I think. 
thing. And I think to me, it's like comforting to know where, what type of entrepreneur you are, um, especially if you were like in denial. And then because you have to know who you are to know what direction you need to go in if you want to get to the next level. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not really like scared of anything. I'm just like, what I got to do to make money and have more freedom? That's just me. So if someone tells me to spend it, I'm going to do it. That's, that's my personality. And, um, but definitely investing in a business coach because we're just getting started and I'm just seeing my business change pretty much like overnight and me making the money. That's what gets me excited to keep going. Cool deal. Which thanks, definitely. I just knew you was coming. I knew it. Um, I definitely say I am taking more responsibility in my business as far as making the investments that I need to make the correct investments because um, I'm making small minded investments or I've been making small minded investments and not thinking as a larger business and separating myself from the business. I'm making investments where my business only relies on me and not, um, you know, the business itself, like just in advertisement, I could be doing and, and marketing. I'm doing little small marketing and social media uh, flyers and things like that, which only advertises just me when I could be doing radio advertisements, billboards, things like that, that's going to reach a larger audience. And, you know, definitely market my whole business and not just Stephanie itself or what Stephanie can do. And I noticed that from um, seeing just from people coming in here and they're asking are you Stephanie in comparison to, um, oh, is this the beauty bar? You know, I'm, I'm marketing the business more and not so myself. And I'm definitely noticing a change. I don't have to be here for this business to be running. And I, I definitely appreciate that because I'm able to do explore more things. Like I was able to do training last week for a tattoo and I didn't have to be in here every single day making sure the shop was open and somebody was here, you know? absolutely that that's phenomenal guys i want to do this plug real quick and we'll go around the rest of the room is that when we talk about marketing you have to sit down and 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 have someone help you develop a marketing strategy because what every business needs is different we got to see what your capabilities are what your budget is and what actually works best for you and your targeted audience to get the best out of it dana what you got well <clears throat> for me now it's like it opened my eyes to the fact that I don't want to be that person that's selling like one and two for three candies. I never thought about being like the wholesaler or the white label. So now I'm looking at it like I don't mind to make $200, like 200 candies. And if another company want to put their name on it, hey, <laughs> just pay me my money and put Super One on it. You know, so just those little, it's changing my vision. Um, and just to have people say, hey, I want to order. What, where's your website? I'm getting more of that. So now I see the the urgency of getting that off the ground now because I have so many people asking for it now. So with people asking and, uh, and the people that's pouring into me um, with trying to get my business off the ground, I was like, now nah, I have no choice but to invest where I need to invest to keep on pushing it. Cool. Ms. Leslie. So I want to say I appreciate this platform because as entrepreneurs, we don't know everything. And this is opening my eyes to areas that I know I need to work on or invest more time in or invest more money in. So I just really appreciate having this platform to be able to discuss these different things as entrepreneurs. Cool. Felicia, what you got? Felicia, them heads right now. Yeah, y'all. I'm sorry. I have a really busy morning. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go back and and <laughs> re uh, listen to it. I'm sorry. No problem at all. Any closing words, Dwayne? No, I, I mean, uh, uh, 
you know, I'm I'm big on, you know, I talk to Cliff all the time, y'all, and I'm really big on making sure that we're very intentional when it comes to these calls. You know, we can have moments and days where we're, you know, being in touch with, you know, the emotional side of it. You know, we we have that's time and a place for it, right? So that we 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 we're gonna have those days. But then we're also going to have those days where we actually challenge you. We challenge you to really look at your business, really look at what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, for me, what I look at is, okay, we, we are now at 33, 33 uh, podcasts so far to date, right? In 33 sessions, what have people done to make the changes to improve? Cliff and I, we're going to always be here. Our, uh, our desire is to help businesses grow. But we can't want it more than you all. We can't. This isn't about just booking a consultation with Cliff and I. This is about putting you in the very best position that you can be in. So that way you can literally stop running on the hamster wheel like you've done for a long time. That doesn't mean that you didn't do some good things in your business. No. It just means that there's room for growth. And that's our purest desire is for each of you all to actually grow, grow organically but work smart and not harder. The things that we are giving you all are tools and things that you can just tweak and change now. And it doesn't cost you an entire fortune, but you, you're gonna literally receive a greater return on the small investment um, of your finances and your time. By virtue of you all attending this call every single morning, it lets us know that you want this let's just make sure that we're doing some of the things outside of this call to make sure that we're leading in the right direction because for me when we hit it to 60 calls for me i i, I would that's another 30 days i would love to hear that some of the changes that were that were made actually started to pay off and i know it can i know it can cliff is a prime example cliff cliff is a prime example and I didn't even know that took place this morning, but I, I knew for me, when I told him, this is what I, I think is gonna help your business, and he trusted the outcome, proof in the pudding. So, man, that was good news, Cliff. I'm glad, uh, congratulations on that, brother. Yes, indeed. Look, guys, we um <clears throat> appreciate y'all participation and attendance and your consistency in this, and we believe that the time that we're taking to do this is going to benefit your business. Um, like the one said, of course, we want to earn your business even doing this. But most importantly, we want you to just get it right. If, even if you if you have to use somebody else to get it done because we're not accessible, not available, we're not the same price range, whatever the case may be, um, just get it done. Find a way to get it done. But most importantly, I'm going to say this and I'm going to end it. Get it done professionally. If you if, if, if what, what you put in your business is what comes out. Don't put in amateur behavior in your business and expect professional results. Start putting in some professional time. Spend your money, spend your time, connect with the right people. And trust me, the end result is your business will look just the way you envision it in your head and people will respect it and you will shift the perspective of black businesses for a change. Because that's what we're really up against. How we've been doing business is not working. There's a stigma. And those of us that are in this room applying those things, we're changing that stigma every single day. Stephanie? I'm going to just close out with a uh, a good joke for you. What you got? Why should you never buy things with Velcro? It's not going to stick. I don't know. Because it's, it's always a ripoff. Come on. Definitely worth the whole meeting to find that one joke for us, y'all. Y'all, I'm getting weak. I'm getting weak. I got to... <laughs> I got to come with some intellectual jokes. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to work on them. <laughs> well, I just want to, one more thing. So, for those of you all who don't know, uh, Stephanie, uh, not, sorry, not Stephanie, Leslie, uh, I've been knowing Leslie for quite uh, some time. Um, she is definitely a, a, a go getter. Um, one of the things that I've, I've always admired about Leslie is she, she never minds taking a risk and she will she will do anything that she can to put her business first 
Um, and the fact that she's actually taking time um, to even learn more about the things that she can do, it just, uh, you know, it, 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 it's refreshing in a way um, because, you know, she's constantly trying to better herself. And, you know, I know she has a, a full plate uh, with a lot of things that she has going on. So, uh, Leslie, we appreciate you actually uh, supporting the podcast. And I just want to kind of put that out there. Thank you. I just I, when I came in, y'all, I, I just had a baby. She's like three weeks old. So mm. I've been home. I'm not at working now. So I come in when I can. But this has been just phenomenal. I did want to say the other day I didn't really speak much. But the one about um, with the mental health, I think the counselor, she was on there. Mm -hmm. That one was so amazing like the, i was driving when i was listening to that one and that one really was just people don't realize what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis as entrepreneurs mentally like i find myself all the time stressing out <laughs> and my boyfriend is always telling me you gotta just not you know stress out so much but i always think about everything i have going on every day all day so i definitely understand you know when people dealing with certain things mentally um, as entrepreneurs, but I don't want to go back to that, but I just want to say that a lot of this, everything I've been hearing, everything um, y'all been talking about has really been just really great. Awesome. Awesome. So y'all can give Dwayne some credit because guess what? Next Tuesday, October 25th, he's arranged for a commercial banker to be in this room. Oh, y'all be getting from the horse's mouth they, now. They come and give us some money. But, right. Can we are the question is the question is do you qualify? That part. That <laughs> part. Now, so so just so so just so that we I, I put it out there and before he comes on, um his 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 goal in all honesty, as a you know, as I, I spoke to him, he is very impressed with um the things that Cliff and I are doing, but even more impressed with the business owners that are actually joining the call. And mm -hmm. I, I literally have been doing a lot of groundwork by making and forming those relationships with decision makers in banks, not just a regular loan office and stuff like that, but, but real decision makers who actually desire to help. And this is an individual who truly desires to help. He lives it. He breathes it. He does it outside of the bank. Like his whole goal in life is to give back as much as he can and he wants to be able to get new business owners and he understands some of the challenges and he understands why things aren't happening um so for him to come in um you know to to actually just talk to us just from some of the things that he sees from business owners and some of the things that he would like to see from business owners you're literally getting the the playbook on you know how to get things done and i can i can i can say just from personal experience and personal business dealings with him um this dude will move heaven and earth to make sure he can get you taken care of and the one thing i really love about him even more so is if he can't he's going to tell you he can't but he's going to send you somewhere they will you know what i mean so having them and then i have another another one um uh, as a matter of fact uh somebody's actually going to see somebody that i know today at another bank um that they're going to be getting taken care of as well so when we have these special guests come in it's it, it yes it's beneficial for us um but it's also beneficial for them because they they are trying to you know get new clients and stuff like that and they want to work with business owners who are legitimate they want to work with business owners who just who aspire to grow because right. if you grow then the relationship that you have with them is going to grow as well so um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yep. We got a lot lined up for y'all guys. So stay tuned. You got bankers coming here. I, I got life insurance people coming. We got all kinds of people lining up for y'all because we want you to understand all the dynamics and things you should be considering as a business owner to keep you in that business mindset. That way, every decision you make moving forward is considering the life you need to be living, period. So that's all we got for today. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all for staying in the room. And Tomorrow we be back live again. So either y'all don't want to miss tomorrow. Y'all don't want to miss tomorrow. Invite, invite, invite somebody, please. Oh, invite you know That's a good question. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Cliff. No, go ahead. Please share this. Tell other people. Let people know what's going on. I mean, Cliff and I, we do a great job at posting it, but 
we could definitely use your help. Just, I mean, tag somebody. I don't know, but just invite more people. Hey, you could bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. That's and I, you know, I, tell, I, I tell Cliff that all the time about the calls when we on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that's why we got to give him an IV sometime. <laughs> that's right cool deal so y'all have a great day go out there and do some money making activities get paid get paid get paid and make great decisions so your business can grow and your vision can be fulfilled y'all have a great day Dwayne. you can close them out well, no, i just want to say uh i'm i'm in i'm, I'm trying I'm, I'm looking for an assistant if y'all know anybody who uh has executive assistant experience um between cliff and i um Send them my way, please. Thank you. Virtual, because I got you. <clears throat> you you can't get me. You got your own thing going on. <laughs> my multitasking. Uh, I need somebody. I'm hey, I'm jealous. I need somebody for me. <laughs> I like to shadow. I like to shadow and learn. If I, I can get be, paid too, all the better. My business ain't finna be no side do for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm going. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging. I'm hanging up. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Have a good one.